girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's pep talk episode because we've got a juicy topic that we're talking about, which is this idea of how we sometimes like create this story that our reason for getting started needs to always be about other people when in reality, there might need to be a selfish reason for you to get started and your goals or for you to actually get that initial like excitement to get going. And honestly, to even have that in the back pocket to tap into when it gets hard. And people don't like to talk about this because it seems like it's a little controversial, which is making me really excited to talk about it with you today. And I just have to share with you because I did that thing on Instagram where you ask people to ask you questions. And if you and I aren't connected on Instagram, head over, find me at Keisha Get Mary. I love Instagram stories and just like talking to you and hearing what's going on in your world. And those of you that share the podcast, I always respond via DM, all that. Anyway, there were some of you that are like, you just hit 10 million downloads of the podcast which we did. And I'm so grateful for, and I'm so excited about, but uh, a couple people asked, where do you record your podcast? And I think they were expecting that I was going to say like some really cool spot or like add this really awesome office. But if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see behind me, my Christmas tree, a ton of boxes that my husband actually just unpacked and took up to our A-frame which if you didn't know, we also invest in real estate. And we bought this A-frame property, which is in Bailey, Colorado, which is an hour from Denver where we live. And my husband, Cena, took our son, our three-week-old son, Brody, with him up to the A-frame to meet a contractor because what we're doing is like this beautiful A-frame. And then it has this like slope to the side of it. We're creating stairs up the slope. And then we're going to have this stargazing net and one of those cool igloo domes. And it's going to be a really cool hangout spot. And then in the backyard, they're right now like pouring concrete. We're putting an amazing hot tub and a fire pit and a gathering area. And it's going to be so vibey. The views are incredible. And it's just like one hour outside of Denver. So like, I'm so excited about this A-frame. Anyway, my husband took our son. He's like, all right, Keish, like I'm going to be gone for three and a half hours. Like get done whatever you want to get done. So I like literally sprinted in true new mom fashion because I've literally only been a mom for three and a half weeks. So I was like, I'm going to do the kitchen. I'm going to clean the kitchen. I'm going to do the laundry because everybody has so much laundry in our house, in particular our son, because you know, like he poops his pants all the time and stuff. He's a baby. So I'm like, I'm going to do the laundry. And then I jumped in the shower. I'm like, I'm going to do a hair wash shower, which if you're watching this on YouTube, I washed my hair fresh out the shower, feeling really good. And I just like crushed through all of that. And then I sat down and I was just laughing to myself because I do think sometimes we tell ourselves the story of like, I have to have this perfect environment in order to record a podcast, in order to start my business. I have to have everything, all the details worked out or even like have the perfect environment if I'm starting a health journey. When in reality, it's like, you just sometimes got to make it work. So this is my background and we're rolling with it. Anyway, that being said, I want to talk about today's topic, which came up because I was actually having a couple conversations with girlfriends and I was realizing if this is applicable to girlfriends in my life and to me, it's probably applicable to you, which, you know, on this podcast, I like to think of us like we're girlfriends chatting and it's a very come with me, let's figure out life together type of show. So here's the thing. 
as we're moving into December, if you're listening to this episode in real time, you might be thinking about your goals for the new year. And sometimes when we come up with a goal, we're thinking about why we want to accomplish that goal, which is really important, right? Because if you don't have a reason why you're going to accomplish that goal, it's going to be hard. When you meet that resistance, when you have a bump in the road, when you have a setback, it's going to be hard to actually stay with it because you don't have a strong enough reason why you're doing it. But what I've noticed some people do is they give the PC reason, like the pageant answer, as I like to think about it, right? Like the, why do you want to do this thing? Oh, because I want to help people or I want world peace or whatever. And it sounds really good, but it might not be fiery enough or specific enough to actually keep you going. But for whatever reason, you're telling yourself the story that that has to be the reason and that the reason that you have, if you're honest with yourself is not good enough or it's not helping enough people or whatever. And I want to give a couple examples of this. For example, maybe you have a health goal for 2024. And if you're really honest with yourself, you're like, this is the time where I want to look really freaking awesome in my bathing suit. I don't want to be covering up when I'm headed from the pool to go grab a margarita or whatever when I'm on a Hawaii vacation with my family. Or I don't want to sit behind my kids in pictures and cover up my body this year. Like I just want to feel really confident. But you're telling yourself that reason doesn't count. Like that reason is too superficial. So instead I have to say, the reason is because I want to be healthy. But when you really feel like you're having this moment of doubt where you don't want to do your workout or you don't want to show up and drink your water or manage your stress or sleep well or you know not turn that next episode of Netflix on and instead go to bed because you need to prioritize your sleep if you're working on health goals, like that reason of I want to be quote unquote healthy, that might not feel compelling enough or give you the emotional reaction that the real reason that you want to start is going to give you. And I'm not saying that that reason will be enough. Like you wanting to look great in a bikini because that matters to you. Like, can we not beat ourselves up about that reason? Because that is a great reason to get started. In addition, you will get really freaking healthy if you're prioritizing, showing up for yourself and you're having a great body image and you're really working on, you know, fueling your body with the things that you need. Like that is going to give you a healthier overall body as a byproduct. But Can we focus, I know we don't talk about this often and you don't hear this narrative often, but can we focus also on the selfish reason why we want to do something, not just for other people? While it's important to think about who's going to benefit as a byproduct of you going for your goals, for example, if you want to feel healthy and active so you can chase around your kids or you can get pregnant in the first place, or you can feel more confident when you're having like an intimate relationship with your significant other or Whatever it is, there are other people that will benefit and other relationships that will benefit as a byproduct of you having the goal of getting healthy. But let's not create a story that it doesn't matter that you simply want to look awesome in your bikini. That is a reason to get started. I'm not saying it's the reason that's going to keep you going, but don't tell yourself that you have to write that off and it has to be only about other people. And I want to share another example of this because this comes up a lot when I'm talking with entrepreneurial friends where it's like, we want to create something. And often we say as entrepreneurs, we want to help people, which of course you do. Because if you're an entrepreneur, essentially what you're doing is you're looking for problems to solve and you're creating the solutions for those problems, which are in turn helping people with something, whether it's a product, a program, a service, an event, whatever, right? They're helping people in some way. That's literally what entrepreneurship is. Well, 
it's okay. And in fact, I think it's an amazing reason that you want to start a business because you want to create more income for your family because you're dying to take your family to Disneyland. Or you're so pumped that when your mom turns 70, you want to take her on a trip to Italy. Or you want to buy these boots that you're super excited about. Or you want to have extra money to invest in yourself and get your hair and nails done or whatever. Like that is a reason that is going to keep you that like keep you going and is going to feel compelling to you. So don't like shame yourself that the reason is about you. It's also about other people, right? Like getting to have those experiences that maybe you're craving and that's why you want to become an entrepreneur is you want to create more income or you want to start a side business in addition to your full-time job or the fact that you are raising your kids and you want to start something on the side in addition to that. Whatever your story is, can we stop making it this like, narrative in our head that that's not a good enough reason or that's a stupid reason or that's a selfish reason. Because truly, if it's going to get you going to start that business and it's going to get you excited, all of the other things are going to compile from there, right? You are going to help people. You're probably going to get addicted to the feeling of having other people tell you my life changed because of you and your product or program or service or event or whatever. Like that really fuels me, right? One of the biggest fuel sources for me in my business is the fact that I know me chasing my dreams. Girl, so I know you love listening to podcasts because obviously you're listening to this show, but maybe you've been thinking about starting your own. If so, I'm really excited to share this with you because you know here's the thing I've noticed with people that want to start podcasts is sometimes you've had this idea on your heart for a really long time, but you need that little fire under your booty to actually get going, or you've started tiptoeing in that direction, but then you get yourself overwhelmed by all of the content out there about podcasts and you're like, screw it, I'll just do it next month. And all of a sudden it's been a year and you haven't actually launched it, or you just really don't like doing doing things by yourself because you want the hype and support and you want to really lay a solid foundation. Well, if any of that is applicable to you, I want you to check out that we are now starting our next enrollment for our cohort in January for our intro podcast course. Basically how this works is I have a program and it's divvied up over eight total weeks. And part of the content is self-paced. So it's like recorded video content. But then part of it is live group Zoom calls with me. You're also part of a Facebook community as you're going through the course. So you get tons of support for me helping you with your intro and your extra and your avatar and your content pillars and like all of the things that you need to know. We teach you everything about content creation and niche, how to position yourself to monetize, to build community. Of course, the ins and outs of tech, recording equipment, uploading, all of that jazz, but it's done in a very digestible way. And because you're in a cohort, you're launching your podcast alongside a bunch of other women. So when those feelings of doubt come up, there's other women that feel that way too, right? Or you're wanting to connect with people and support each other to grow your shows straight out the gates. Well, you have this community and this ecosystem that you can do podcast swaps, or you can really just get to know other people that are jumping into this space right alongside of you. So if you are interested in enrolling in our next cohort, like I said, it's kicking off the first week of January and we're starting enrollment this week, all you have to do is text the word launch to 512-548-2728. Again, text the word launch to 512-548-2728. We do a special promo for the first 48 hours that it's open. So definitely pause the podcast real quick, text the word launch, or if you're like, ah, I'm driving, DM me the word launch. I'll make sure I get you the link so we can get you that support and get you excited about launching your podcast in 2024. Now, without further ado, let's dive back into the show. 
is a living, breathing testimony of what's possible for other people, which is why I'm so transparent, which is why I talk about things that often people don't talk about as I'm in it, because I want to show you that if I can figure this out, you sure as hell can too. That's a huge fuel source for me now. But one of the fuel sources for me when I started my very first business, which was back in 2014, I was working full-time at Google and I was building a network marketing business on the side. One of the reasons that I did it, if I'm really honest with myself, is like it was because I wanted to help support my now husband, Cena, who was going through NYU dental school because we lived in downtown New York City, which is really expensive. Even back in 2014, our 600 square foot apartment that had one window facing an alleyway and the outlets didn't work in the bathroom. So I had to blow dry my hair in the freaking kitchen. Even back then, our apartment, which also had a four floor walk up, meaning like it didn't have an elevator. So when you have like groceries and it's summer and you're sweating in all the weird places, you're carrying your groceries up that four floor walk up, right? Even back then, our rent was $2,500 a month for 600 square feet with one window into an alleyway, right? Can you imagine how much that apartment is probably now? But I digress. Part of the point was, yes, I wanted to do it to help Sina, but I also wanted to do it for the fulfillment that I felt like I would get from getting to show him and show myself that I could support two people, that I could make this business work. I wanted to do it so I had optionality so that I could travel because we were from Seattle living in New York, right? Like our family and friends lived in Seattle at the time. And like, I wanted to be able to fly back and, you know, see my girlfriends when I wanted to see my girlfriends. I wanted to be able to go get a pedicure if I wanted to and not be worried about money. I guess wanted to support Cena, but I also had selfish reasons that I wanted to do this. And again, I don't think people talk about this because it sounds bad by, by like societal standards. But in reality, what's your personal kind of selfish reason that you're setting this goal because I want you to know that. And then I also want you to understand that other people are going to benefit as a byproduct. And how can you think about both of those things simultaneously and not putting any like shame or guilt or blame or any sort of negative narrative on the fact that you might want to do it simply because you want to do it for yourself. Like it is reason alone to set any like goal in your life simply just because you want to do it. One of the reasons that I wanted to have an unmedicated birth for me was literally because I love physical and mental challenges. And I felt like it was a physical mental challenge. And I wanted to be able to have this pep talk that I could give myself later and say like, you knew that this was going to be hard and you followed through and you did the thing that you wanted to do. That really mattered to me. Were there other reasons that I wanted to do it? Yeah. One of the reasons, if I'm really honest with you, was like, I wanted my husband to be like, holy shit, she actually did that thing, right? That was crazy. And, you know, and I don't want that to like be triggering for anyone that had that intention, but something came up with their birth and they didn't get to have that plan or that had an epidural or had a C-section or scheduled a C-section. This is not about birth, right? And I'm never, I promise you never, am I ever going to be someone who is judging anything. What I want for you in your life is for you to do whatever the F lights you up, for you to build a life that you're obsessed with because I believe that you deserve it. And I want to be your hype girl in the corner like, woo woo, let's go get it. Because whatever your dream is, whatever your vision for your life is, whatever you want, that's the solution. You're gifted that vision because you're also gifted the resourcefulness to figure out anyhow along the way and you're supposed to go make it happen, right? But for me, my selfish reason 
was I wanted to just have this bragging thing in my own head that I felt like I could look back on as I'm building businesses or as I'm going through harder seasons. Right now, our, we have a three-week-old, right? He's a newborn. He sleeps all the time. I can imagine it's probably going to be more difficult when he's a toddler and he's also my kid. So he's probably going to be like running around like a crazy person, like jumping off the walls and stuff. It's probably going to be harder then. And I wanted something that I could grasp onto that I could say, hey, I did this hard thing before. And it's this is not related to that, but gosh, it's proving to me that I've got this thing that I can hold on to and be like, I'm capable, right? And it doesn't have to be unmedicated childbirth. It could be running a half marathon. It could be doing a 5K. It could be building a six-figure business. It could be leaving a toxic relationship. It could be moving to a new city. Like You can find whatever that is for you. But I want to encourage you when you're thinking about your goals in 2024 to also ask yourself, like, what is my selfish reason? And some of you, this is going to be really difficult for because you're going to tell yourself like, well, I don't want this to be about me, right? Or you have wrapped up your identity and how you showing up impacts others. And if we're really honest, underneath that might be some people-pleasing tendencies. Please notice that I will never call you a people pleaser. Even if you call yourself that, like for those of you that DM me and you're like, hey, Kesh, I'm a people pleaser. I'm struggling with this. Do you have a podcast episode on that? I get that question often or something around that extent. I will correct people and say, you are not a people pleaser. You have people pleasing tendencies right now because if you say a conditional statement like, quote, unquote, I'm a people pleaser, you're implying that you can't change it. People pleasing tendencies are something that you can change and work on, right? But some of you might feel uncomfortable saying your selfish reason that you want something because you have curated your identity to be in how you show up for other people. And I'm saying that with love, right? Because I know that that is a real struggle, especially for women, unfortunately, because as little girls, we're socialized that way, right? Like, oh, be a good girl. Go hug that person. Go be nice in this environment. Oh, yay, this person likes you or this person said you were a good girl. That means insert whatever, right? So I'm not blaming you, but I'm just saying this might be difficult for some of you, but I want you to do it this year. I want you to understand why do you have this goal for you specifically. In particular, For those of you that have career goals or business goals, like what is the human element to it? Like, how is this going to impact you as a human specifically? Maybe asking yourself this question, like, what are the skills that I want to develop personally by setting this goal? That might be a good place to start if you're struggling with coming up with a personal reason why you want something and being unapologetic about it. Because the thing that I am here to like hopefully provide through this podcast and through us being connected on social or maybe here on YouTube or whatever is for me to be the person in your ear that's like, girl, you are supposed to do what you feel called to do. Not everybody is supposed to understand you. It is nobody else's job to believe in you. That is your job. But you're going to have to have compelling reasons that you're going to show up and chase your goals because you're going to meet resistance. You're going to stumble. You're going to have people that don't understand you. You might have some naysayers chirping in your ear. You might have a whole buttload of excuses of why you can't make time for the thing that matters to you. So what's going to keep you going? I think it's going to be a compelling reason that's personal, that feels kind of selfish, and a reason where you're thinking about who else is going to benefit as a byproduct and maybe even who will be negatively impacted if you don't, right? If you're craving more energy and you know you need to work on like your gut health, like maybe we make that a priority in 2024. You don't need to have a business goal if you don't feel good in your body or if you don't feel good when you're by yourself right? Like the person that you are 
when you're by yourself. I want you to like that person because you're the only person that you're going to spend every single second with every single day for the rest of your life, right? So I want you to like that person. So when you're thinking about 2024 goals, if you can't come up with a personal reason why it matters to you, you might be creating a goal and spending this time thinking about your game plan for 2024 because you're you're doing a goal that somebody else told you you should want. So let's peel that back, right? If what matters to you right now is really focusing on your marriage or your mental health or managing your anxiety or developing a group of girlfriends around you and you feel like you have to have this business goal or you have to be going for this promotion at work, right? Or you have to be wanting to do insert whatever, but it doesn't feel aligned for you, you should expect that you're going to throw in the towel. And I don't want you to set the wrong goal for yourself. So if you don't have a compelling reason why this matters to just you, that might be an indication to set a different goal, right? So I love you. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you are watching this on YouTube, I just started YouTube. So I, to be honest with you, I don't really know exactly what I'm doing. But what I do know is so helpful for YouTube is if you hit the subscribe button, because that's also going to give you all of the content as things come out. I'm actually creating some videos that are only for YouTube too, um, that might not be applicable to the whole podcast audience. So hit that subscribe button. If you like this video, I think you can like thumbs up it or like it or like leave a comment or something. Um, like I said, I'm new here. So help support our new YouTube. YouTube channel. And for those of you listening to the podcast, I love you. I'm rooting for you. And I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.